Okay, so we'll start um, the review now. So this week we're still going to do the um, just a summary of the uh, DAF. So we'll start from where we started off in the in the shir at the beginning of this week. So Mishum Rebekiva Amru, we had basically a fifth din. The bright side of face on the base, we had different din which applied to Adam Zayim. The first four were cases where an Eid Zayim doesn't do the regular Kashazama. But the fifth din was a situation where Ain Eid Zayim Mishalem Alpi Atzman. An Eid Zayim can't, does not pay, does not get punished with Kashazama by his own admission. But his own admission. So what does this mean? It means to say that if he comes to Bezdin and he, uh, if he comes to Bezdin and he, and he admits that he's, uh, if he comes to Bezdin and he admits that he was found to be an aid zone someplace else, or two aid come to Bezdin and they say that they were found to be somewhere else, someplace else, they don't become, they're not Kaib Kashazam. The reason is because Moida Biknas Pata, that's what the Gemara explained, Moida Biknas Pata. And the Gemara says two rayas, which is really one, that it's considered a knas, that, a, that, 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 that the punishment of kashazam is a knas, because ultimately they didn't do anything. It's not like they caused damage to somebody. Nothing happened as a result. It was kashazam, nothing actually happened as a result of their edus. And nevertheless, the chayev. So it's not a monetary thing. If it was a monetary thing, they would only be chayev if they actually caused damage. Okay, so the next Gemara, Rabbi Huda Marav says a statement. Eid Zoyman Mashalam the Fichelkai. That's the Rabbi Huda Marav statement. And the Eid Zoyman can pay his portion. So the question is, what does this mean? And the Gemara goes through a number of stages before it gets to its final explanation of what this means. First of all, it suggests that perhaps Eid Zoyman Mashalam the Fichelkai means that if two Aidim were found Zoyman and they both testified that somebody's higher than 100 Zoyman, so it means they both pay 50. Each Aid pays 50. In other words, they split up the cost. They don't both have to pay 100. They each pay 50. The Gemara asks now, you can't say such a thing because we have a Mishnah. We don't even have Moira Behuda Marav to say this. We have the Mishnah, Mishal Shem, Mamamadei, Mishal Shem, Mamalkas. We have the, the Mishnah tells you that when it comes to monetary issues, monetary aid Zoyim who testified about money matters, that they split up the cost between them. So the second stage of the Gemara, the Gemara says that Taka, we're talking about a situation perhaps where only one of them was found Zoyim. He says that can't be either the case, Eid Zoyim, Mishal Shem, because We've learned ain aid. We know that ain aid nasazayim actually zumushneir. The whole din of kashazam only applies when both are found to be zayim. So pashat to be hodam and statement wouldn't be true if that's the case. Third suggestion is ba'oyim and aidu shekar here adti, which I'm going to explain in the way that I explained in Shia, according to the Ritz. Ba'oyim and aidu shekar adti is a situation where somebody testifies about himself and perhaps even about his friend as well that I. Testify falsely, you know, he testifies, and the next day he comes in. What I said yesterday was not true because he's nazim himself. He says that I, I wasn't there, I couldn't have, I couldn't be saying the truth because I wasn't in that place at that time, and therefore I'm an Eid And the Gemara understands that he can pay up as a result. And the Chiddush is over here twofold. Number one is that he pays up despite the fact that he wasn't found Kashazam in a traditional way, and number two is. That the regular rule of that the doesn't apply over here. That only applies in a regular case of, of where two other Aiden make them Zayman, but not in the case of The Gemara says you can't say that because Kivin Shahigit Shov Which the way I explained it in the in Shir, and there's different ways of explaining it. The way I explained it is Kivin Shahigit Shov that uh, the Nidoin is not going to be able to get 
let off the hook as a result of you saying that I lied yesterday, because once you say an edus, you don't have the right to go back on it. Even if we believe you to some degree, and we're going to say that you're high to pay, but, but it's not kasha zaman because you never you can never have a situation where you only plot it to do something to him. Because whenever you say edus shakir adzi, the nidin is anyway going to have to pay because of kibun shigish shuvei nechay zaman. So finally, the Gemara says two more variations of the same type of tarets. That we're talking about a situation where the Aiden come and say that we were found Zoyim in a different bed. But only one of them comes, another, sorry. One aid comes and says that we were found Zoyim in a different bed. And, and the Chiddush of Yehuda Merav is Aid Zoyim Shan Lefi Chalkin, despite the fact that only one of them is coming to say that he, can pay, he pays Lefi Chalkin. That Gemara asks, that can't be, because then it's not Rebbe Kiva. Rebbe Kiva says he can't, you never pay Kasha Zaman based on your own admission. The Gemara says, yeah, okay, we have to tweak this a little bit. We're going to keep with the same chat in general. We're going to tweak it. We're going to talk about a situation where the, where the A doesn't just come and say that I was found Zoymim in the other Bezdin, but he says I was found Zoymim, and Bezdin actually was Mechai of me and money. When Bezdin is Mechai of money, so then it becomes not a Knas. It's, it's no longer a Knas type of payment. Once the Bezdin are Mechai of money, say you Chayev, so then it becomes a Chi of Mammon. And if you're just telling me what happened in the Bezdin over there, then you can be based on your own admission because it's not knas, it's momen, and once it's momen, as I does, Baldwin can aiden me the principle that a person does have the right and, and does have the koyach to be mechaev himself in inyoni momenus based on his own admission. And the chidosh is that although I might have thought that uh, he's only testifying about himself, he's not testifying about his friend, nevertheless, he still pays his portion. We don't say that this payment of, of Kasha Zomam only works if the Nidan is getting his full $100, his full amount, which he was which he was, even if there's only one aid around, so he, he pays the half. So that's the first half of Ahmad, of Gimel Ahmad Aleph. And then we have the Mishnah, which says that two Aiden will come along and say that a person divorced his wife. And by extension, they're saying that the man is now Chayev 200 Zuz, is Chayev the Ksuba. 200 Zuz, which is in the Ksuba. Anything else that it says in the Ksuba that the Baal is Mechayev himself to give to the wife in the case of divorce. So... So, so that's what they're, they're, and then they found Zoyim. So the question is, how much should they pay? We can't say that they paid the full 200 Zos because he might have had to pay the 200 Zos anyway. Could have divorced us tomorrow. He could have died in a few days from now, in which case the wife also gets the Ksuba. So how do we work it out? So the Gemara said, the Mishnah says, and we'll leave it a little bit open so that we'll take a different shot in the Gemara. The Mishnah says that we estimate how much would a person be willing to pay for this, for the rights of the woman. And based on that, we, um, and based on that, we, we, in other words, how much would a person be willing to, how much could the Baal, how much could the Isha, not going into details, there's two opinions in the Gemara, how much could they sell their rights to someone else will take their rights? And, and in a case where the, uh, the woman is divorced, so then we'll get the 200 Zos. And in a case where the, the, the Baal dies first, so then he, then, then, then he won't get it, or, or the other way around. So there's two different shatim in the Gemara as to how we estimate it. So one shitta is like the pastures of the Lashon of the Mishnah, which is, which is Be'isha. Pack of the second opinion in the Gemara, but I'm saying it first because it's the way it sounds. The pastures in the Mishnah. How much would a person be willing to pay that he should get the two results in an event that the husband dies or he divorces her? Meaning how much would a person be willing to pay for the women's rights in the in the uh, Ksuba. Now, obviously, that can't be what the Adam Zaymin pay, because that's not what they're making him, the husband lose. They're making the husband lose, they're making the husband lose 
pay 200 zuz now instead of perhaps paying it later. So what Pshat is according to this is that we shaman be isha, we work out how much a person will be willing to pay for the woman's right, and the Aiden pay the rest, 200 zuz or whatever it says in the Ksuba, deduct the amount of the, how much the Isha would be able to sell it, because the Isha could, 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 could sell that portion to the Baal, and the Baal would get the full 200. So basically what the Baal has in his hand is everything besides for that, uh, that amount that a person will be willing to pay the woman. That's one chat. The other chat is no, but Baal, we don't estimate it that way, which would be a bigger amount. But rather we base it on how much the husband could sell his rights. How much would a person be willing to pay that he gets to eat the Paris of the character for the moment, he gets the 200 zuz now, and that he, 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 he gets to keep the 200 zuz in an event that, uh, in an event that, the, uh, husband, that the, uh, the wife dies first, but he has to pay it up in a case where he divorces, with the, the man divorces or, or, or passes away. And that's how much he has to pay. That's the, the, the second opinion. The third opinion is a variation of the isha. The isha, the tsubasa means that basically it's based on the isha, but the nichse malug, any possessions that the woman brought into the marriage, even though usually it goes back to her in the case of divorce, since the Eidzoyim can technically claim that we didn't know because it's not written in the star how much she brought in, so therefore that's not part of the chashmah. They don't have to pay the nichse malug. So that's the second Mishnah. And the second mission in the, in the parak, and the third. Now we go continue to the next mission. The next mission is a case whereby the um, Adam come into a similar situation to before, where the Adam are coming and saying that Ruven Tchayev Shimon a thousand dollars he borrowed from him. Nevertheless, Ruven's a gemoida. Ruven agrees that he borrowed a thousand dollars. What's the difference between what the Adam Zayim are saying and what the Loiva is saying? The Adam Zayim are saying that Yichayev in 30 days from now. And the lawyer is saying that I'm Chayev only in 10 years from now. So we can't say over here that Adam Zoyim, when they found Zoyim, have to pay the full 1,000 Zos because he would have to pay, the, the lawyer would have to pay the 1,000 Zos anyway. They're not making the lawyer lose 1,000 Zos. They're just making him lose the fact that he has 1,000 Zos in his pocket for nine years and 11 months. So how do we estimate? How do we appraise that? How do we value that? So the Mishnah says that we ask him how much would a person be willing to pay that he should have the money in his pocket for those nine years and 11 months, and that's how much the Adam Zoyman paid the loiva. So that's the end of the Mishnah. It says the Gemara, the Gemara uses this Mishnah to, as a kasha or as a raya to a member of Rabbi Huda There's two versions of Rabbi Huda The first version of Rabbi Huda Mishmur, Rabbi Huda says that somebody who lends money for 10 years, someone who lends money for 10 years, so Shvius comes in the middle. In other words, Shmita comes along, the dinner Shmita cancels loans. The question is, does Shmita cancel loans which are already due? Or does Shmita only cancel, does Shmita only, sorry, does Shmita only cancel loans which are already due? But it doesn't cancel out loans which are going to be due soon. In other words, like I borrowed money three years before Shmita, but I only have to pay it up five years into Shmita. So what's the situation such as what's the din in such a situation? So the first version of Yehuda Mashmur says that Shvi'at does cancel. Shmita does cancel all loans. It doesn't make a difference. Even if the loan isn't due now, but because it's going to be due soon, it's Yechayat. On that, the Gemara asks Akasha from our Mishnah. Then our Mishnah seems clear. You're lending money for 10 years. And nevertheless, it seems like the, the, what the Mishnah says is that you do have to, that the, 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 the Adam Zoyman don't have to pay the full loan because he would have to pay anyway. The loiver would have to pay the money out anyway. It's clear that what? That the, loan, that the loiver has to pay the loan despite the fact that Shemitah came in the middle, must be because Shemitah only cancels those loans which are already due, not those loans which are going to be due. How do you, so how do you fit the Mishnah with Shemur? And my answer is no, because we know already that there are certain situations where Shemitah doesn't cancel out debts. 
For example, Malva Lamashkin and Moses Shreitz of the Bazin. So in those two situations, so we can say that our mission is talking about those two unique situations whereby Shemitah doesn't cancel out any loan. But the fact about when the loan is due, that's irrelevant. The only thing that's relevant is if it's Malva Lamashkin or Moses Shreitz of the Bazin, in those two examples, Shemitah doesn't cancel out the loans. And that's what our mission is talking about. The second version of Yehudah Mishmur says exactly the opposite, that no, Shemitah only cancels out those debts which are already, which are already due. Those debts which are going to become due soon, which means they already took place. The, the halvah took place, but it's not due yet. It's not, the, the lawyer is not chayv to pay yet. Those loans, Shemitah cannot cancel. That's what Shmuel says. And according to this version, the mission is not a cash on Shmuel. It's a riot to Shmuel because the mission supports Shmuel. The mission implies that the, the loan is kayam. And the only thing is, is that the Edom Zoyim were trying to make him lose having the money for these nine years and 11 months, but ultimately the lawyer would have to pay the debt. Is a riot to Shmuel. And the Gemara says, no, there's no riot to Shmuel, no conclusive proof to Shmuel, because we could explain the mission is talking about one of these situations where Shemitah doesn't cancel their loans anyway, such as Malva Mashkan and Moses Strace of the best. The next discussion is a discussion about where somebody makes a stipulation when he borrows money that Shemitah shouldn't cancel the the loan. Does it work or does it not work? So we say a member of Yehudah Shmuel, again, Shmuel, who says that it doesn't work. You can't make such a sign. Somebody who says that I'm lending you money, I'm a national, shouldn't cancel the loan. It doesn't work. Now, just the point is that normally the reason why it might work is because of the Mama. A person can be moichel money. If I lend you money, I have the right to say, don't pay me back. Similarly, one might think that I, just like I can be moichel, the Malva can be moichel alone, so the Loiva can be, can, can be moichel and say that despite the fact that Schmidt says that I'm not high of you, I'm not high of two money, I'm, at the time of Alba, I'm agreeing that I'm going to pay you anyway. So Shmuel, it doesn't work. That's what Shmuel says. So it seems as if Shmuel saying that someone who makes a Tanaya Masha Kasabatari, even with regards to Dava Shabbat Maman, it doesn't work, Tanaya Bartle. So the Gemara asks the Kasha that we can't say such a thing because we have a steer. Shmuel somewhere else says that such a type of night does work. When it comes to a nor, overcharging, you're not allowed to overcharge somebody. If you do overcharge in certain situations, the, the, the whole mecha is bottle. Other situations, you have to return the extra money. But be it as it may, there's a din, you're not allowed to overcharge. And, and uh, can, can you override it with a tonight? Shmuel says that you can override it with a tonight. There's a machlokas, Rav Shmuel, Rav says it doesn't work. That you can't say, in other words, at the time of a sale, if I sell you my watch and I tell you that uh, I'm, only, I'm selling it to you on condition that lady don't come and claim that you overcharged me. Rav says that's no good. He always has the right to claim that he was overcharged. Shmuel says no, it works. So here we have a steerer. When it came to Schmidt, Shmuel told me that uh, tonight it doesn't work. And when it came to him, no, I said tonight it does work. But although the Torah says you're not allowed to overcharge, and if you overcharge a certain dinner which apply, you can override it by the, the buyer, the lekech, agreeing that, no, I'm not going to come later with any claims of being overcharged. So it's a steer. How do we miyash it? So the Gemara Taka answers by saying that we, we make a distinction between different types of tinoim based on what Rav Anon himself said. Sorry, based on what Shmuel himself said about Oinah. That not every time by Oinah do I say what we just quoted him saying, that, uh, that it works, that the snai works. It depends what you say. If you say a loshan of Ein Lechor, then it works. If you say a lot then it doesn't work. I'm going to explain the way Toys and other Rishonim explain. That Pshat is like this. If you say that if the Tznai is that Inar shouldn't apply, the whole din, you can't say such a thing. The din of Inar applies. But if you say, I'm not saying that the din of Inar doesn't apply, but I'm just saying, 
I'm not saying you won't come with a claim on me of overcharging. That, that we can make it tonight. That we have the right to be Michael. And that's why it works. So we say the same thing applies to Schmidt, but it depends on the situation. The situation that Shmuel was saying, where we quoted him earlier by saying that it doesn't work, if you look at the Loshan that Shmuel uses, Shmuel says, Shmuel says, the Shmita shouldn't cancel alone. That you don't have a right over. You can't say the Shmita shouldn't cancel, the Shmita cancels alone. Were you talking to say it differently? Were you talking to say it in such a way that you're not talking about Shmita, but you're talking about you not claim it, that you're not cancelling the loan, and me having the right to claim the loan, then it does work. And that's Taka, what it says. If you say, Taka won't cancel because then you're talking about the person not being, not cancelling the loan in Shmita. You can't talk about, if you're talking about Shmita itself, then, then the Tanai doesn't work. And finally, the last subject of this staff is the subject of Stam You know that Stam the Brisa says that, and uh, the Amiroim had a discussion whether it applies to all types of loans or only to a Milva Bishtar. Rav Barakana wanted to say, and he even said this in front of Rav, that no, it only applies to Milva Bishtar. The time of Enimukiyemoy, his reason is. He has a good reason. He explains his reason. That his reason is that a person shouldn't, wouldn't bother to write a star, wouldn't go through all the effort to write a star if the loan is just for a short amount of time. He'll get the money back. So if it's for a while, if it's 30 days or more, so then he would write a star. But by Milval Pair, there's no such star. And therefore, by Milval Pair, the guy can come back tomorrow and, 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 claim, and claim the loan. That's what Abba Barakana wanted to say. And Rav told him, no, it's not true. It applies in all sorts of situations, both by Milva Peh and both by Milva Bishtar. Rav didn't explain why he said this, but the Gemara in between says two things. Number one, Tani Nami Haki. Although Rav said it, it was not just Rav and it's open to dispute amongst the Amiroyim, but we have a Brisa which supports what Rav says. Although the original Brisa we said doesn't say anything about Milva Peh, but this Brisa, there's another Brisa which says clearly that this then applies both to Milva Bishtar and to Milva Peh. So in, in connection with this, the Gemara continues by discussing by bringing conversation between Shmuel and Rav Masna, where Shmuel insisted, and he told him, don't get up until you explain to me what's the mocker for this din, which din, the din of Rav, that Stam Avar Shloshim Yom applies to all types of Avar. You need a mocker for such a thing. If it would only apply to Mubal Bishtah, you have a good svar, but if it applies to both Mubal Bishtah and Mubal Peh, then Lechora, you need a mocker. So what's the mocker? So he says that the mocker is from the passage which talks about Shemitah Sksopim, about cancellation of loans. There's an extra, passage, uh, extra wording over there. It says, It says that when a person is worried, uh, the Torah is warning those people who might, as a, as a concern that Shemitah is coming soon, they might not lend out money because Shemitah is going to cancel loans. So don't do that. You have to lend out money regardless. So when it talks about Shemitah coming close, it says, is the same thing. There's no need to say it twice. So the Gemara over here, Darshan, that Shemitah is referring the extra word is actually coming to tell you there's another situation where you can't claim loans. Besides the din that Schmitter you can't claim, the Schmitter cancels loans. Schmitter makes you not, being, not be able to claim loans. There's another time when you can't claim loans, which is during the 30 days of the first 30 days of the loan. And that's, and in other words, when the apostle says Shnas it says that there's another year of Schmitter. Besides for Shnas Sheva, besides for the seventh year when you're not allowed to claim, there's another year of Schmitter when you're not allowed to claim. What's this year of Schmitter, 30 days? Just a second. 30 days is not a year. So the Gemara explains that no, we see the concept of Shloshim Yom Bishana Chash of Shana. And that's what we're saying that yes, Shnash Shmita in Orla, 
with regards to Arla, that if, you, if, a, if a tree takes root 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, so when Rosh Hashanah comes, a new year starts. So we see that sometimes 30 days can be considered a year. So we say that over here too, um, if the, uh, in the first 30 days, there's a period of time, which is whereby you cannot uh, claim the loan. You have to, draw, you have to wait to claim the loan. So we'll stop over here.